welcome the online, the online viewers to welcome to this service. Um, the Lord that is with us in reality in this service will also be with you as you watch us in the name of Jesus. Um, welcome the live, the, the live gates uh, viewers on Facebook, those on Instagram, those on uh, Buzzsprout, those on uh, um, Instagram, all of those platforms where LifeGate is being um, viewed. May the Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Uh, this morning, um, I'm here to share with us the word of God about joy. We've been looking at the living in the, post, living in the purposeful creativity. And uh, in this series, we've looked at vision, we've looked at discipline, we've looked at righteousness, and we've looked at peace last week. Today, we'll be looking at peace, and we'll be looking at joy. Somebody say joy. Somebody say joy. We'll be looking at joy, and um, I believe by the grace of God, at the end of this service, we'll be able to know the real joy in the mighty name of Jesus. We'll know the real joy, how joy is being expressed, how joy can be found, where, how, where joy can be found, and how we as a people, children of God, can, can uh, we'll be able to, you know, to sustain our joy. We have the assurance that our joy cannot be stolen. However, the joy can be dampened. The joy can be dampened. The, and we can, at the end of the service, we should be able to identify joy killers. And again, to have our hope rekindled in the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. The main text we'll be looking at is Romans chapter 14, verse 17. The kingdom of God is not in the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but in what? Right. If you've been engaging, it should come fast. The kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but in what? Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost is the way that God has assigned for us to, to, to live. To respond to him and to interact with one another. In righteousness, we are, we've been told that we are made acceptable to God and approve of men. And also with peace. He said without peace. You know, without holiness, no one shall see God. And again, without anyone who is in peace, you cannot see God. If you don't have peace, you cannot see God either. And also, we, in the place of joy, um, it takes joy. The Bible says it takes joy to draw from the well of salvation. So this is it. If, you, if you're not righteous, you cannot, you, you cannot be benefited. The issue of the kingdom of God cannot benefit you. If you are not at peace, you cannot, be, you cannot benefit from this salvation. And if you, are, if you don't have joy, the, the, the benefit that is, comes with salvation altogether, you will not be able to get out of it. So joy, we are told, is, is an instrument by which we draw from the well of salvation. So, but today we'll see, we'll, we'll be exploring how we can get this joy or maintain this joy or if our joy is being stolen, 
how it will be restored back to you in the name of Jesus. In the Bible, we have, in, especially in the Luke, Luke chapter 15, we have various aspects uh, in, that, in that chapter, chapter 15. We have various parables there, like parable of the parable of the lost sheep, where uh, the, the sheep was lost and the shepherd went away, went back to look for the, after, went back to get one. Um, he left the 99, went to get one. And when they, he found that one, the Bible says he was full of joy. And you have also in that Luke chapter 15 about a, a young man, the prodigal son, where he told a man who has two sons, and the younger one said, give me my inheritance. And he went and, left, and lived a wild life. And when the father, the Bible says, every day went out looking to see the return of his son. And when, one day, truly, the, the son came back. The Bible says he was full of joy. Party was thrown out. And also you have the scenario of where you have the woman who lost her one, dinner, uh, one, one coin. And that she lit the candle and went searching for it. And even when she found, eventually found the, the coin... She called her neighbor to come and rejoice with her. So, joy, joy is, the Lord will make you joyful in the name of Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15 to 17. We are told that he died, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and uh, and was raised again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is in verse 17 now. If anyone is in Christ, is a, is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And in Ephesians 2, 10, it said, We are God's workman created for good works that has been prepared even before the foundation. You want you and I want to know that work. You need to know what that work is because if you don't know what the reason for why you are, then you'll not be able to function optimally. So, but today you will know in the name of Jesus. We are created to worship God. We are created to be, to worship or to be submitted to his will and, and to, his, to his word and to his will. And if a man does not know the purpose for which he is being called, he will not be able to be effective. So because we have been called, we have been called, we have been created in Christ. For good works. So, and part of it today is joy. And may the, Lord, may the Lord help you to find it in the name of Jesus. From where we read, John, John chapter, from, from uh, John chapter 1. John chapter 1 said, I'm, I'm trying to build something here now. John chapter 1 says, in chapter 1 verse 14 to 16 says, the word became flesh and dwells amongst us, and we have seen his glory and the glory of the only begotten son, the father, full of grace and truth. And in verse 16, it says, of his fullness have we received grace for grace. How many of us want joy? We want joy. You will really want to have joy. Then here you see, it says, of his fullness have we received. This Christ you have come to, that you believe in, in his name and his word, he said, from him have we received grace for grace, of his fullness. So there's nothing lacking in him, of his fullness. So we're talking about joy. Joy, people can, joy and happiness is, you know, they're almost the same, they're almost the same, but they're not 
They're similar, but they're not the same. Happiness can be as a result of what it can be a result of what you see. A happenstance. That's what makes you happy. But joy in itself is something that comes from in the inside, regardless of what is happening around you. So it's two different things. Joy and happiness is about because you, it's what you see. It, it happens. You are happy about it. Then what about issues of life? You have situation of life, you know, that really can make one heart very sad. But still, you, are still, you still got joy on your inside. So this, uh, establish the fact. Happiness is about what you see, but joy is from the inside. Say joy comes from the inside. So today I'm going to define joy in my own way. This is my own definition. I say joy is, a, is an emotion of the soul that finds its expression through the body in an, in, in, through, you know, in an exhilarating form in the, such as laughter, clapping, dancing, shouting of victory. This is joy's definition for me. You see? So, you know... If a person is sad, they, they, they've got sorrow, they have unmet need, need, it's not possible to, to, to express such, to, to be happy, to laugh with, to have a thrill from the inside. So, but today, we'll see how we can have this joy, and your joy will, will always be constant. You have Christians about who are looking gloom and doom. Like I said to us earlier on today, when I was growing up, I saw a lot of Christians. I didn't want to be like them. Even though I was brought up in a church, I went to church all the day of my life. But Christians, I saw them, they're very like always down. Their head is always down. They're not sharp. They're not smart. I didn't like that. I wanted to have a, a, a vibrant life. But later I now realize that Jesus Christ is the Lord of the party in the name of Jesus. From where we read John 15, 11, it says, These things I spoke to you. Everybody read now. Everybody read now. John, uh, John 15, 11. Jesus says, Everybody read now. These things I said to you, that my joy may remain in you, that your joy may be full. This is the intention of Christ. And he look at the joy. He said, my joy. He says, my joy. Not any kind of joy. Not like my joy. My joy. Jesus Christ said, my joy. My joy. So this joy we're talking about today is the joy of Jesus Christ. Somebody said the joy of Jesus Christ. Hebrews 1.9 says, God has anointed him. With oil of gladness above his fellows. No joy like Christ. No joy like Christ. So Christ is the owner of joy. He said the righteous are, and besides, the righteous are expected to exude with joy. You have a lot of Christians who are not witnessing him correctly. Who are not his representative correctly because they always, they're always sad. They're not joyful. 
But as Christians, as people who are called of God, we are called to, we are expected to exude joy. Somebody say exude joy every day of our lives. The Bible said to the righteous in Isaiah 52 verse 12, it says, you shall go out in joy and you shall be led in peace. Everybody read. Say, you shall go out in joy and you shall be led in peace. Isaiah 55 verse 12 says, you shall go out in joy and you shall be led in peace. Amen. You shall go out in joy. The righteous is expected to go out in joy. This is why the Bible says, in, you know, this is the day that the Lord has made. The devil did not make any day. Say, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. You see, as Christians, it's true you have situation that really makes you very, very sad. That almost will require that you shouldn't even smile again. See what Jesus Christ said in, in, in John chapter 16, verse 33. If we can read. John 16, 33, say, in the, in the world. 16, 33, everybody read now. Let's see. Yes, in this world, you will have tribulation. You will have trials. You will have Difficult situation, you will have pain, you have disappointment, you will have loss. I mean, you will have like a sudden loss of a, of a loved one. You know, when you're on it made, or on it made persecution, you know, physical health issue, mental health issue, emo emotional issues, financial difficulties, relational difficulties, problem. But this is what he says. In this world, you will have tribulation. It is acknowledged. So when you have your problem, don't think, oh, it's, it's something to do with you. Jesus Christ said it before he left, so it's not new. He said, but be of good cheer. Be of good cheer, meaning be joyful. Be happy. You're empowered to be able to do this. Be, 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 be joyful. Share. Shout. You know? In this world, you have tribulation. Many troubles. But Jesus Christ said to you, be of good cheer. He says to your neighbor, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. James 1, 2 says, count it all joy. Because at this time, in his, in his days, the, the church then was facing persecution. There was a lot of trouble. The thing is that the Christians have always had problems. If there's anybody that has more problems, it's Christian. You, people don't like you. You're rejected. You're being opposed for what you stand for and represent. Know that. James says, count it all joy. My brother, when you, when, you, when you are met with various kinds of trial. So, there's no trial, there's no issue of life that is, you're experiencing now that it's not, has not happened to anybody else. 
But you know what God says in Isaiah 61 verse 3 says, he will give oil of joy to them that mourn in Zion. Hallelujah. Isaiah 61 verse 3. Let's see what he says. Believe. Hallelujah. Read it up for me. Everybody read. To give. Hallelujah. He said, it gives oil of joy to them who mourn. The Lord will give you oil of joy in every area of your life that you're mourning in the name of Jesus. Your joy may be dampened. Your joy may, 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 may not be optimum at the moment. He said, he gives you joy. He gives you oil of joy. May, your oil of, may, the, may you receive the oil of joy today in the name of Jesus. Habakkuk 3, verse 17 to 19. See what it says so that you know. If you're facing any issue of life, it's not anything to do with you alone, but you see what the Bible says. Habakkuk 3. Everybody read. Habakkuk 3, verse 17 to 19. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like the hands feet, and will make me to walk upon my high places. That's okay now. To verse 19, yeah, that was the teachings. Though that expectation might not have come to pass, you may be working, the, you know, the situation is lingering as if, you know, that, that, that situation remains perpetual. This is what Abacook says. Even though, even though I've not seen that, even though I've not seen the, in my heart desire, even though this, this problem remains, I will rejoice. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. And I will join in God of my salvation. So you and I are expected to joy in the joy in, 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 in the joy of your salvation. And so may that be your portion in the name of Jesus. And I must say to you that this joy we're talking about is a command. As Christians, the, we are, the joy we're talking about today, this Jesus' joy is a command. We are commanded to, to, to joy. Here you have in Philippians chapter 4 verse 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And I say, rejoice. So joy is a, is a command. In Psalm 32 verse 11, it says, Be glad in the Lord and rejoice. And you, and you righteous, shout for joy, all you upright in heart. It's only in stadium you have people shouting, shouting. You say to people in the church, shout. They can't shout. Meanwhile, it's part of the way you express the faithfulness of God. To shout the shout of victory. It says, and Psalm 68 verse 3, it says, let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yes, 
let them rejoice exceedingly. We are talking about an excessive joy. We're talking about an exhilarating joy. We're talking about a, a, a joy that is thrilling. Psalm 126 say, we're talking about this joy. He said, when the Lord turns again the captivity of Zion, we are like them that dream dreams. Even this joy we're talking about, it's like when you are dreaming. When, when the Lord turns your captivity, when the Lord turns your situation, the joy you, you experience is like as if it never happened. We'll see from where we read in, in John chapter 16, later on. He said, when the Lord turns again, everybody read now. When the Lord turns again the captivity of Zion, we are like them that dream dreams, and our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongues with singing. Then they said to the, among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them, and the Lord ha- and, then, and the Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. So we can see that this joy we are talking about is expressed in two ways. Joy is expressed in two ways. We have seen from all we have read, rejoicing and gladness. That's the two ways you express joy. You express joy in that way, in, 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 in rejoicing. And in also in being glad. So in a situation where we don't find ourselves doing this thing, it's not okay. But the Lord will help you to express correctly for him in Jesus' mighty name. So you see, the Apostle Peter, Apostle Peter in 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 8, he, he was able to identify that kind of joy, this exhilarating uh, uh, joy over, overflow, joy too much. The Bible, you know, and it says something. It said, everybody read. Let's see. First Peter, everybody now, now. Read. Let's read. Look at it. It says, Peter was able to identify that Joe. Because... Uh, Peter knows Jesus Christ. But now look at people who had not met Jesus Christ but just believed in him and his name. And he was able to identify that joy in them. He said, and you rejoice with joy that is inexpressible, filled with glory. This joy inexpressible, we're talking about joy that is inexpressible. Joy that is unexplainable. This joy is unutterable. This joy that you, you cannot, you know, too much for words. Words cannot utter. He was able to identify them even in people who did not know Jesus, but because they believe in him. When people see you, they should be able to see you are one that emits joy. You emit joy. Not when, you know, they say, oh, the hopes, you know, when there's a casting down, you two are talking about casting down. He said, when there's a casting down, you say, no, there's an exhortation for me. Always joyous, always full of life. So, we, we can see that in Psalm 31, 32 verse 11, it says, as, you know, joy, we, we've established that joy can only be expressed in, in, joy, in rejoicing and also in, 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 in gladness. See what Psalm 32 says, verse 11. Psalm 32 verse 11. It says, be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous. Shout for joy, you upright at heart. 
Psalm 63, verse 3, said, Let the righteous be glad, and let them rejoice before God. Yes, let them rejoice exceedingly. And I also said to you again, this joy we are talking about can be expressed in hope. What is it? You know, this, this joy we are talking about, it can be expressed in hope. The Bible says in, in, in Jeremiah 29, 11, For the thoughts I have towards you that are thought of good, not uh, thoughts of peace, not of, not of evil, but to, give, to, but to give you, sorry, somebody's conversing now. The, the thoughts that I have towards you that are thoughts of peace, to give you a, a future and a hope, and to bring you to that very expected end. So, the, the, even Jesus Christ expressed joy in hope. He said, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He endured the cross. He endured the cross. He, he, he endured the embarrassment. He endured everything. Have you been maligned? Are you experiencing some kind of a, 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 a opposition? You know, sometimes as Christians, we suffer a lot of things because of Christ. There's something happened to me not long ago, and I said, it's because of Holy Christ. Otherwise, I won't agree. I won't even take it. I will not. In my own natural self, I will not. But you, you suffer those kind of pain because of who you are in Christ. So that your life will always be, your life will always give praise and glory to God. You will not be, not be an embarrassment to, 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 to the name of God. You suffer some of those things. You, 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 you put down your, you, you, you humble yourself before God. Jesus endured the cross due to the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross, endured the shame. We are going, you know, are you, do, do you have hope? Do you have hope in, in going to heaven? Because nowadays we have situations whereby people, people are even saying, what if there's no heaven? You should be happy. The, 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 the disciples went out. And when the, the 70 went out, is it the 120 now went out? And when Jesus Christ commissioned them and empowered them to go to do the work, they came back and they were happy that even the demons responded to them. Jesus Christ said, mm -mm, that is not the main thing. That is not the main thing. The main thing is that you should be happy. You should rejoice that your name is written in the last book of life. That is true be your joy. How many other person have hope to go to heaven? Unfortunately, you see, we have Christians who, they, 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 you know, we, we, we are Christians, but we don't want to die. We, we, we want to go to heaven, but we don't want to die. Do we actually believe in heaven? If we really, really believe in heaven, we will live our lives as if today is the last day. He said, for the joy, I'm looking forward to seeing Jesus. I'm looking forward to seeing Jesus. I'm looking forward to see how level will be like. And I'm hoping that it will not be like council. Anyway, I'm putting my own element now. Where it's all level. It's not going to be all level. Trust me. It's not going to be all level. We all go to heaven, but I don't think the reward will be the same. So it's not going to be the same. So if you want to have your own, you want to go to heaven with rewards. You say, who are these who are coming? Who are these who are coming? Your work of faith. The things you did for God. You, they, they, they're coming with the shining stars. And you think those who didn't come with shining stars will have the same level. Thank God you come to heaven, but it's not going to be the same. Hallelujah. 
So, you know, we, your, your, your joy should be expressed in the hope. What do we do? We have hope in God. You know, when we don't have hope in God, when our faith is not jingling, you know, we have faith in other things. It, 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 it's not okay. Jesus Christ, for the, for, for, the, for the joy, because of joy, he endured the cross. So that one day, his joy is that, the, what joy Jesus Christ saw was the fact that he went to the cross, he went and conquered the devil, came out and went back to heaven. Now he's praying for you and I. One day he's going to return and you and I is going to become family. This is his joy. You should be happy that you go to heaven in the name of Jesus. People will tell you, children, people will tell you there's no heaven, there's no hell. Please don't believe it. Don't believe it. It's a lie from the pit of hell. May you, may, 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 may you continue to believe the truth in the name of Jesus. And I told you earlier on that this joy we're talking about is an instrument. This joy we're talking about is an instrument to, to which you draw. The Bible says, with it you draw from the well of salvation. The salvation is lacking to a well. If you're a moony Christian, you're always sad and gloomy, you cannot get any benefit from this kingdom. If you're always sad, you're always sorrowful, you cannot see what Christ has done for you. You cannot appreciate the fact that you have been saved from this world, from the kingdom of darkness. You have been saved from flesh. You have been saved from the, from the age to come. You have been saved from, from, from sin. You cannot see, and, and the life, the quality life, the abundant life he has for you, if you cannot see it, he said, without joy, you cannot draw from it. You cannot be a benefactor of the beautiful things that, that is in this kingdom. Say with joy, a joyful, a joyful Christian will always will put in their bucket, will throw in their rope and fetch out of it. They fetch out their health, they fetch out their healing, they fetch out their promotion, they fetch out their deliverance, they fetch out their lifting, they fetch out everything every day. But if you are sad, you are gloomy, and do not walk operate in joy, you will not be able to. So in, in, you can find that in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter twelve, verse verse three to five. He say. He said, therefore, joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. And in that day, you will say, praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his deeds among the people, make mention of his name, is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. So that your testimony will abound in the name of God. It takes joy. It takes joy. And I want to thank the Lord that we people who will continue to manifest joy in the name of Jesus. And we really want to know how to get this joy and how to sustain this joy. The Bible says we can, this joy we are talking about is, is we can experience it, we can, we can get it in the presence of the Lord. We can find out in Psalm 43 verse 3. He said, this joy, then I will go to the Lord's altar of God. To God, my exceeding joy, and on the harp I will praise you, O Lord, my God. If you don't go to God in prayers, there's no way you can experience this joy. This is why when, you, when, when prayer is being called, please come. Join in in the prayers. Wherever you are, join in in the prayers. Thank God for technology. We've got the Zoom. There's no, there's no excuse now. Make time, join in in the prayers. You experience this joy. Do you know that when you don't pray, to God, when you don't pray, you see that your joy meter begins to dwindle. So you want you, you, you want to be a person that is full of joy and exhilarating, that is always in thrill. 
meet God in a place of or in a, in a place of prayer altar, and that will be your portion in the name of Jesus. This joy we are talking about is the fruit of the Spirit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. You can find that in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. And we are told to live, if, if, if we, we are told to walk in the Spirit, we cannot engage, we cannot join this, enjoy this joy, we cannot partake of this joy we are talking about, Jesus' joy in the flesh when we are carnal. Flesh cannot be partaker of, of Christ's joy. We must be spiritual. That is why we must engage the person of the Holy Spirit. If you don't know the person of the Holy Spirit, I want you to get to know him personally. Engage the person of the Holy Spirit. Say, walk in the Spirit. By so doing, you will, not, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. This joy can only be gotten, is, is a fruit of the Spirit, and you can only get it by walking with the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. This joy comes in trusting God. Psalm 40 verse 4. Psalm 40 verse 4. From Psalm 40 verse 4 comes, we say it comes in the trust, it, it comes in trusting of the Lord. We say, blessed is the man who, who makes the Lord his trust. Everybody read now. Blessed is the man who makes God his trust and does not respect the proud, not such things that turn aside to lies. There's a lot of lies going on. Many gods trying to dispute the Christian God. We must believe in what we believe, the truth. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to me, uh, comes to the Father except by me. We must, we, we must continue to believe God, to continue to trust him in the name of Jesus. And believe the truthfulness of his word in the name of Jesus. And another word for joy is bless. Another word for joy is bless. You have that in uh, the beatitude. Blessed, blessed, blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. Basically, joyful is the man, joyful is the man, joyful is the man. You want to be joyful? Trust in God. Trust in God. And respect no proud other things that present themselves, other arguments that project themselves against the knowledge of God in your life. You need to trust. So trust the Lord with all of your heart and in all your ways, acknowledge Him. When you see your joy not, not being optimal, it's probably because you are trusting in other, other souls. What is your trust in? What is your confidence? What is your persuasion? What do you believe in? You need to clarify that yourself. Again, this joy we are talking about can only be gotten in delighting in God's word. Can only be gotten in, in, in God's word. Let's look at Psalm, 19, Psalm 119, verse 111. Psalm 119, verse 111, quickly. It says, your testimony have taken as a higher heritage, for, as a heritage forever, for they are a rejoicing of my soul. Do you delight in God's word? The, in, in Ezekiel, the Bible says in Ezekiel, we have a scenario where people come to gather like this, and the Bible says they just sit down there. They are present, but their heart is not with you. They said that the, man, the voice of the man of God is like a sweet song. Ha! The word was preached today. Very nice. Very articulated. Oh, like some of you now probably will be discouraged. It's not Dr. Oloke today. Hmm. 
Okay? Oh, better wake up. Whether from the mouth of a little baby or not. And this is what I gained from my husband. Whosoever is declaring the word of God, he takes it. Put your arrogance down and see what God has got in stock for you. Oh, the man of God, they've come. His word is like a sweet music. They, they hear it. Mm, they shoot their mouth. Mm. God, they talk about it. Mm. That's how they say again. Mm. They don't believe it. But they are there. Please. Say, delight in the Lord. Delight in the Lord's word. Make it your heritage. And then it will be re the rejoicing of your heart. What makes you rejoice? When they hear, oh, this is the word, the word of God say, mm, the word of God again, the Bible. That's what they say, the Bible. That is the Bible. Somebody say, Bible. You must be a person, to be a person of joy, you must delight yourself in the word of God. What are your delights? What are you enjoying? What do you, do you prefer to, to read psychology? I mean, read, you know, it is books that abuse, that, that, that denigrates your God or try to hear about other options that, you know, what is your delight? You don't even, you, you prefer to hear, read about human opinion, not God's word, not God's opinion. You need to delight. When we start to delight in, in immense opinion, our joy will dwindle. You know what? Thank God, whether you are pope or bishop, thank God, there are things that God has said to me by my, by, from the word of God, no one can take it away. Thank God for you. Even if you are pope or bishop, you are interpreting it. I'm going back to my Bible to look at it. I'm not taking it verbatim. Okay. And in Jeremiah 15 says, For your word were found, and I did eat them, and they become the rejoicing of my soul. What is the rejoicing of your soul? What makes you happy? You're sitting down there looking at what these people programming in, in, in TV in the morning. Preoccupy your mind. People talking rubbish. And people like, oh, I don't call you. I don't call you. I don't know. Hey, that, that, you know. Sit down, people talk rubbish. You know, sit down. <laughs> when you're supposed to, you know. You know, what do you delight in? He said, your word I found and I did eat them and they become the rejoicing of my soul. For I am called by your name. And also, you know, God gives this joy. If you're looking for this joy, if you have not been a joyful person, you have been a disgrace to, the, to, 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 God, to God. You have been a disappointment to his grace. He says, you know, he says, this joy, this joy we're talking about can only be found when we please him. When we please him. Hebrews, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. You know? Where it talks about that we should, you know, let our, let our heart, let us be conformed. Let our heart be conformed. Let our heart be transformed by the renewal of our minds. Is your heart being transformed? You've been born again for years now. You've been born again for years now. Are you still the same? What has changed about you? Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26 says, For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to them who 
who, who is good in his sight. It's God that gives this joy. And are you good? Are you pleasing? If you are pleasing to him, you will have this joy in the name of Jesus. God gives this joy. We are talking about this exhilarating joy. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. God is the one that gives this joy. We are talking about this joy that is overflowing, unutterable joy. He said, this joy can be found when we pray and our prayer is being answered. Have you ever, pre- have you ever prayed about anything? Have you ever prayed about anything and, you, and you, you've got that answer, and the answer given to you? Do you remember the joy that you experienced? This is it. In, from what we read in John chapter 16, verse 24, Jesus Christ said, Until now, you have, not, you have not asked me for anything. But in that day, ask me and you will receive that your joy may be full. God wants you to ask him. Jesus wants you to ask him. Many of us don't have confidence in our prayers. That is why you see people going about with prayer bowl. Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. He wants you to speak to him. He wants you to tell him uh, about how you feel. He will not come and condemn you. I tell him exactly how I feel. How I feel like punching that one in the face. No, 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 don't punch that one in the face. It's not okay. Then he gives me joy. You, you know you're a child of God. You are my child. You've got to do this, you know? How ex- your disappointment, he wants to know about it. He wants to know. And, uh, and because if you delight in God, there are things you'll be thinking before you even open your mouth, you see God do it. You see him do it. I've seen it. It's, I've experienced it in my life, not once, not twice, not three times. Because you delight in him. Because you love him. And this, this joy we're talking about, this exhilarating joy we're talking about, can only be found when you serve God. Seek ye for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What are you seeking? Are you serving? The psalmist said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of God. Oh, when they're doing the announcement, you see, we are workers in the church, you're expected to come to church to do this, and you're already sad. Because it is not in you, you are not happy. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of God. How many times have they called for service to come to do something, and we are not even happy about it? And when even when we come, we are too in haste to go away. He said, who are them whose, whose feet are hasty in Zion? Whose feet are hasty in Zion? When you come to Zion, you are meant to keep still and get the fullness of him. You come, you come late, and when you come, you are ready to go out. Go to them whose feet are in haste in Zion. Are you glad when they call for service? When, people are not, when, you, are not, when you serve God with grumpiness, the Bible says you, 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 you will suffer. You will suffer. Because you are not serving. You are not serving the Lord with gladness. Because of this, you have hardness, you have sorrow, you have pain. Children of God, when it comes to the service of the Lord, our attitude must change. So that we can have the joy of the Lord. Mm, they call off us and say, no, come, no, no. Meanwhile, your, your boss in the office, before they come, you have jumped. Tell me again, what do you want me to do? I'm all yours. If you don't want to be doing that to them out there, come and submit to the one. Who will make you the head and not the tail? In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And this joy we're talking about, this exhilarating joy, joy unspeakable, full of glory, can only be found when we are obedient to God's word. 
Proverbs chapter 10, verse 29 says, everybody say, the joy of the Lord is, my strength, is, is the strength of the upright. How can the joy of the Lord be your strength? Nehemiah 8, he says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. How can the joy of the Lord be your strength? How can the joy of the Lord be your strength? If we don't walk in obedience, there's a pathway um, in Psalm 16, Psalm 16, 11, he said, you have shown me the pathway of life. In your presence is fullness of joy and at your right hand, pleasures forevermore. So Jesus is the Lord of the party. You have shown me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. The psalmist said, I, I better be in the house of God than to be in other places. He said, so this is it. And so because of that, we've been called to walk in certain ways. As children of God, we've been called to walk in certain ways. We've been called to walk in love. We've been called to walk in love. Walk, love God, love people. With all of your might, with all of your strength, with all that you stand for and represent, you have been called to walk that way. I love you, God. You can't pay your tithe in disobedience. You can't give your offering. I'm not talking because there's an issue. Mm -mm -mm. You cannot give your time. You cannot give of your strength. You cannot even carry a chair. You're too executive for God. Your nails will break. You love the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your strength, with all of your might. That means with that, your joy will be full. He said, walk in love, walk in wisdom. Walk in wisdom. He said, walk in the light, not as children of the dark. Walk in the light. Walk in faith. By so doing, our joy will be full. Without any, if we don't walk in any of these ways, we'll discover that we are people who are sad. We are only saying we are Christians. We are Christians, but our joy is not full. May your joy be full in the name of Jesus. Now look at it in John 16. Give me John 16, chapter 21. 16, verse 21 to 23. Hallelujah. I round up now. John 16. John 16 says, A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrowed because she, her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Therefore now you have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take away. How many of you are in expectation of the Lord's return? How many of us are in expectation of the Lord's return? Jesus Christ says, you may have situation you may have sorrow. You may have difficulty. However, right now, I'll give you my oil of joy. And again, and again, what will happen is that I will see you again. I will see you again. How many of us are in expectation to see the Lord's return and to believe that he's coming and we're going to be in heaven forever and ever? And it says in Revelation 12, it says, He will wipe away every tears from their eyes and death shall no more and neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away give me revelation 21 everybody stand on your feet 